0: Hello. Hey, is this Laura. It is. This is Kevin. Yes, it is. How are you today?
1: I'm fantastic. How are you?
0: Oh, great. Well, always good to chat with you. We've uh, gotten to do this several times over the years for my behind the song devotional series. And
1: uh, well, I appreciate that you let me be a part of it.
0: <laughs> for sure. Well, you're you're like the perfect type of artist, as you know. You you really value. What ever. <laughs> uh, for both the scripture and the um personal connection. And in this this record's case, um there's even more nods to hymns, which is something I feel like the Lord's been drawing me to as well. Kind of the oh, really? solid Fantastic. solid theology found in hymns and well, I've actually written a a three part series of um my top modernized hymns uh, over the
1: past
0: oh, wow. years, yeah. and there's literally three songs from your new record I've already tagged uh, in that regard. Uh, as oh well. man, well, uh,
1: hey, thanks for including them. That's that's really a uh, that's really a privilege. There, there's a lot of new great new music out there, and so I, I appreciate you um, using some of my songs.
0: For sure. Well, one of the things I wanted to do today was get uh, a behind-the-song uh, devotional discussion around. Um, the title track around "Open Hands," and even though yeah. that's kind of been out preceding the record, if, as it is the title track, and as I've listened through the whole record, I feel it's um, somewhat indicative of the theme of the record. Uh, get a little yes. bit of your um, songwriting story uh, to start, and then we'll go from there. So, if you wouldn't mind sharing, absolutely.
1: That. Yeah, for me, it, it's the theme of the record. You know, "Open Hands" is is the title track, and it's also the theme of I think what the Lord's been teaching me over the past few years. You know, as a worship leader, a lot of times I imagine, you know, approaching God, <laughs> you, know, you you never look out of your congregation and see a bunch of people raising their hands with their fists clenched. You know, you, you always see this, this posture of open hands, but it makes me ask if that's how I approach the Lord in worship personally. You know, it's, mm. Yeah. It's easy to come to him and say, God, you're great, um, you know, you're wonderful. But I think what he desires is for us to say, God, you're great, and I surrender my life to you. God, you're great, and I trust you with this hard thing that I'm walking through right now. Because that's, um, that's the truest act of worship. And and that's what what I feel like is the, the biblical, um, you know, kind of more of the biblical definition of worship uh, is more of a picture of Abraham and Isaac where he's saying, I trust you with my with my child, my only son or or you see um it's so many different examples in the scriptures of of worship being more sacrifice and obedience and and i I am a bit of a, a recovering control freak, and so i for mm-hmm. me um living life open handed is is that's a struggle for me and and, I, and when I think about it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that I would want to um you know gain control of these things, believing that they're, that they're better in my hands than in the Lord's. Because when I think about um, everything he's done and how faithful he's been in my life, it seems like the, the most rational thing to do would be releasing every hard thing, every big struggle, every little detail, um, surrendering that to him. But it, but it still is a struggle for us as, as believers to, um, to really relinquish control of our lives.
0: Mm, For sure. And um, it's, it's interesting. I think we've talked before that um, I've been married over 20 years and I have three daughters who are 17, 13 and 10 and uh, as a a fellow um, parent of three. Uh, And we'll talk about that later in a a few minutes actually. Um, One of the things I realized in a house full of women uh, is that they all struggle with exactly that issue you just talked about. Mm. And, And a lot of it is, you know, just this general, uh, idea, um, that the world is given, which is not what God has said, but it is unfortunately what, what the, I would say the enemy in the world is sort of using to make us doubt ourselves is this idea of, of perfectionism and, and that, um, imperfections somehow indicate a weakness and that if we are not, um, finding strength in ourselves, somehow we're failing. And if you look at the Bible, it's the opposite, right? We know in the Beatitudes, oh, said, meek, and we know that the fir- last shall be first, the first shall be last. We, that Paul has a thorn in the flesh. God uses his weakness to show his strength. Um, and I feel like that is obviously clearly a lesson you're wanting to pass on. And I think you're doing it in a, in a way, like you said, that's worshipful. Um, it's mm-hmm. also a way that has a ministry uh, application, um, both in physically, uh, figuratively and also literally uh, having open hands as worshipers. Yeah. And uh, I've hit on a few scriptures in what I just said. Is there any other scripture you'd want me to connect with this particular track?
1: Man. Uh, Romans 12 is a great one, you know, presenting yourselves, mm. uh, you know, sacrifices. I think anything that talks about um, our role, you know, is, being a Christian is, isn't one of those things like, you know, I'm a musician, I'm a Christian, I'm a, you know, it's not one of those things that's just kind of part of your life. It's the very core of your life. And so when when God uh, tells us to surrender, it, he's talking about our whole self, he's talking about every aspect of our lives. Uh, and it also means, that it may mean going down a, following Jesus may mean going down a road that we weren't expecting and that we mm-hmm. wouldn't have chosen. You know, you... Um, not to be too, too morbid here, but you look at the disciples who followed Jesus, yeah. and 11 out of 12 of them were martyred. And, yeah. and that, that's not the, <laughs> you know, in, in a society and a culture that so prizes comfort and uh, security and even independence, it's, it's hard to choose to go down a road um, where we are seemingly out of control, but... Uh, but the truth is, any facade of control that we have over our lives really is just that anyway. It's really a facade. It's, it's um, that I can't control my life anyway. And the greater peace, rather than peace coming when I have more control over the people and things in my life, peace comes when I relinquish control of those people and things to the Lord, trusting um, that his plan is better, trusting mm. that that his ways are, are higher. And, and that's what the scriptures yeah. teach us. And, and that's why we surrender. It's not just surrendering as this some spiritual exercise. It's coming to a rational place of saying he is more trustworthy with my children than I am. He, is, uh, he has a better sense of what I should do with my finances than I do. And, and that's coming to that place of saying he is God and I am not, and that's why I surrender.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And and what I was saying, you know, one of the themes I hear in the record, um, you know, the nods to Hymns of the Faith, uh, is that this song has it too, right? You know, it's yeah, not directly yeah. singing I Surrender All, but it's in there. Um, oh, and, absolutely. And, and I think that's what's what's beautiful and, and, and I think instantly uh, familiar uh, about the track is this idea that that is what we're called to do, and yet that's probably... Um, the part that we hold back, uh, particularly the all part, you know, we might partially surrender, Uh, but, uh, but the surrendering all um, is really what we're called to do. And uh, along those lines, since, you know, that is a bit of a theme that I would say arguably uh, were found throughout So many of those great hymns of the faith um, that are also found, you know, in, in a couple of the other, uh, tracks, um, uh, for example, I love for the love of my King, the way you oh, great, my I love thee. that might be my, my favorite, uh, example of that, but also the awake, my soul thousand tongues, you know, what we just talked about with this track, you know, what types of, uh, you know, cause you know, we're, we're in kind of a singles world, unfortunately, where people yeah. kind of focus on, on the latest, Song, but you know I'm an album guy from our previous conversation. Um, Uh, Yeah, I
1: know what you mean. uh,
0: And what would you like people to be listening for to be ministered to by uh, from this recent season you've been in, uh, as captured in this record?
1: Well, the the goal of the record. I mean, I'm not one of those artists that kind of makes art for the sake of art. I not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, as a worship leader, I really desire um, to create tools and resources for people that aid their worship. Whether that's mm-hmm. congregational worship on a Sunday morning, whether that's them, uh, you know, really struggling through something where where they're listening to this, you know, record in, in their car by themselves. And and that's the coolest thing about about making a CD is you can kind of hand it off to, to someone and and God can use you know, a song that I've written, but I can kind of get out of the way. It can just be a moment between it, you know, between them and their God. And and so some of the, the songs I'm hoping will, will be helpful in a corporate worship setting. You know, some of them being new songs, some of them being hymn rewrites. I, I grew up singing the old hymns. I remember even as a kid going to church and uh, no offense to the pastor, but but sleeping through the sermon, but, but being mm-hmm. wide awake for the music. <laughs> this is like when I was mm-hmm. five yep. or six. And I, I truly believe, that the theology that I have today uh, really was birthed through um, my love for the hymns and those hymns that have stuck with me. And, and what I think that we, you know, we sing in our church, we sing the old hymns still, and we sing a ton of new stuff. Uh, And we sing them not just because they're old, but uh, because it also connects us with the church, you know, throughout the centuries. And I think that's an important thing is, is um feeling that connection with you know there are believers that have gone before us. We're part of something bigger than just what we see and experience on a single Sunday morning. We're part of something that's about, you know, two thousand years old and 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 there's also just rich theology found, you know, declaring who God is. You know, some some of those hymns that you know coming straight from the scriptures. And so I'm always an advocate for not just singing the newest hippest thing uh, but singing those old hymns but but still including you know that new song that the lord encourages you know you see in in uh in the psalms you know this this charge to to not just sing the old hymns but to to sing something new and and it's exciting seeing this next generation of believers uh create music and and uh write worship songs that that are this new, this new expression of of God's people praising him. So I, I think it's, it's all of it. And, and so really me getting to be just a small part of that uh, through putting out a record like this, um, that's a privilege for me and, and really hoping that that it will um, encourage people on a corporate worship level as well as just a personal worship level.
0: That's awesome. Um, just one quick aside before I ask you a little bit about um, yep. motherhood, which actually have a whole kind of two pager where you, pretty much talk about that, so I'll draw from Oh, that. yeah. Um, but uh, which song did you do with Sarah Hart, just out of curiosity?
1: Oh, it's um, For the Love of My King. Yes, it's oh, uh, perfectly really right? Yeah.
0: That's funny. <laughs> a, um, she and I have variety. gotten to know each other over the years, and I oh, love good. her. Yeah, um, yeah and, we uh, are. Yeah, and it, I don't know if you heard her um, it'd be released from last year. It's It was one of my favorites.
1: So if you know what I up. I
0: think I
1: knew about it, but I think I have not heard it.
0: Yeah, I, definitely. As a fellow fan of uh the singer songwriter uh worship's genre, uh she's she's right there. And it's it's just beautiful. You know, she's got oh, a, I think she's got an underrated she's an underrated singer and artist as well as a, you know, probably um overlooked uh Oh, I yeah, I, I think so. For for, later, think. Right, for the church. So um, kind of, yeah, closing uh, sec- secondary. I, I have everything I need for open hands, so thank you so much. That's, oh, great. First, I will get that up soon, uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks with the release, and we will be doing different lore story editorial uh, pieces, including one I'm doing about um, female worship leaders, just, so you know, uh, oh, another huh. I'm I'm writing. Great. And uh, again, with having a wife and three daughters, I I tend to highlight uh, the female artist's um, role in oh, Christian music, probably, yeah. probably at a higher level than, than your typical uh, writer. Um, yeah. But yeah, relative to motherhood and how it has impacted, uh, we'll say this release, because I see you have some commentary around that, and we really only need roughly a few sentences from you in a compilation yeah. we're doing with some other mothers, uh, you know, who are recording artists. Um, but if there's anything specific you wanted to share, um, I can grab some comments I read from you, but anything else that comes to mind right now um, that you would want me to share about that and how it has impacted you as an artist.
1: Hmm. Um, I remember my first, this may not be in a couple sentences, I'll just say all this and you use if if any of it's helpful you can use it. I remember the very first Easter after I had Josie, my our mm-hmm. first child. And um my head pastor wanted me to write a song for our, our Easter Sunday uh, service. And you know, you think about the story of the gospel, the story of what Jesus did for us. It's it's a impactful story already. I'm um, just thinking of someone giving their life for you that, you know, to make a way for, you know, to take care of your sin, to make a way for you to know God. And, um, but that Easter, <laughs> you know, just a few months after having my first child, uh, the reality of the fact that God gave his son, his mm-hmm. only son, uh, like, I can't think of anyone I I remember sitting there um, thinking about all this while my my little girl was sleeping and I'm watching her and I'm looking at her and thinking I would not give her life for my very best friend. Mm. But God, the father gave his only son um, for his enemies, for those who were yelling, crucify him. You know, Uh, and it it allowed me to experience the gospel in a new way uh, that I don't know whether I would have ever um, truly, you know, comprehended outside of being a parent. And that's that's been just the beginning of how God has been teaching me uh, about God the Father, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, even scripture, so many scriptures he talks about us being his children um you know that i have really begun to understand you know maybe just in a deeper way because only because i'm i've been able to experience that as a parent so you know god uses everything that we walk through to deepen our understanding of who he is and, and who we are um because of him And and so being a parent has just been one more way that i've I've gotten to, to know him in a deeper way. And that's apart from even just just needing to rely on him more as as a parent and, and looking to him for that grace each day.
0: Awesome. That's exactly what I was looking for. So thank you. Um, I right. just want to oh, make sure we encourage um, other moms in the faith uh, mm-hmm. that even though, you know, they might be seeing you up on a stage, you're, you're a mom and a wife and
1: uh, <laughs> a little sister in
0: Christ just like, Just like my wife.
1: Anyone anyone that's ever come to our live show, uh, you know, I usually travel with my kids. And so most of them know that I'm a mom because, you know, usually I walk up and I have some sort of food stain on my shirt, (laughs) you know, (laughs) at the event. Uh, And and my kids, you know, crying in the back or something. But uh, I'd say that just for any mom, you know, loving these years, even – It's hard sometimes to love these these years when your kids are so young and uh, you don't get a whole lot of sleep and you're changing a ton of diapers, um, but it's a sweet season. And God really does, um, you know, for these moms that that feel overwhelmed, just for them to know um, that God sees you and the investment that you're making in the life of these little ones doesn't go unnoticed. Awesome.
0: Well, I appreciate it as always. Um, hey, as thanks we, for taking time. Your, yeah, as we've done from your previous, uh, now three records, because uh, I've been doing this, uh, this is my 10th year. I know, uh,
1: you have been doing uh, this just, a while.
0: Just posted my 801st uh, Behind the You're Song kidding. devotional. Yeah, so this quarter. quite Golly. a catalog. Uh, so, hey, we'll,
1: well, know that it, it really is a treat to talk to you, and I appreciate you in, including my songs in this. Um, it, it, really, it really is a a privilege to get to be part of, of what God is doing through y'all's ministry.
0: Oh, well, thank you for that. And and I know, you know, we've gotten to meet a couple times in person, uh, most recently at the Keston um, Crown Show in Philly a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. Uh, um, and, when, I, I when I was I big as my, a cow. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, ready, ready to have those twins. Um, oh, but yeah, I was so ready. Uh, but, yeah, until the next time we either talk or see each other in person, I uh, look forward to sharing this discussion, uh, the motherhood discussion, and uh, I'll be praying for, you know, the, the ministry impact of this new release. Excited for, for people to really get to dig in and um, and worship the Lord with you.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Well, if there's anything else you need from us, just let us know.
0: I will definitely. Well, thank you so much, Laura, and we'll talk again soon.
1: All right, man. Bye-bye. All right, take
0: care. Bye-bye.